Now in conversation with uh, Mwaki Sibanda, who is uh, the General Manager for Civic Education and Research at the Electoral Commission. So earlier on, they hosted a seminar that looked at the findings of a survey conducted, among others, to gauge their perceptions and intentions ahead of the 2024 general elections. And this is um, the perceptions of young voters, especially among the things their research found is that many citizens do not have enough information on how to vote, and they are also unaware of the of the services provided by the Electoral Commission. Uh, surely this is a huge concern considering the fact that we are preparing for the 2024 uh, general elections. Mwaki is now joining us on the line. Good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Good afternoon, uh, Aldrin, and good afternoon to the SAFM listeners. So what's the extent of the number of young people who don't know how to vote or have information on how to vote? So, Aldrin, we have done a, a survey uh, a few months ago in May where we did an online survey with about 5,000 uh, young people uh, and we're particularly looking at young people who are disaffected and disillusioned and really trying to understand their many uh, reasons for why they are saying they will not participate. And we're doing this, Aldrin, specifically to try and see how is it that we can provide uh, the motivation, the answers, and what platforms or, or strategies we should utilize to get especially the young people on the voters' roll and engaging again with our democracy. Uh, I think the statistics around how many young people who can be registered, who aren't uh, registered, are already out there. I think the last days were around 40 million. Uh, and it is our wish that all of them really could be registered if we, if we could. But we do have um, a difficulty, and I think it's a global phenomenon, of this high level of disengagement uh, around young people. And the reasons are trust and disillusionment with the current status quo uh, of the country. And I see that also being reflected in the level of trust or lack of confidence um, that young people have in institutions. You look at national government, um, it is mm -hmm. around 23% in 2022, 26% for parliament, uh, political parties at 17%, and the IEC mm -hmm. at 40%. And this has been a continuing declining trajectory. Yes, and it is a trend that we have seen uh, and because of this lack of trust, it has had that pull-down effect uh, on the trust in the commission itself. However, when we also do uh, our research around uh, the electorate satisfaction with elections themselves, uh, the commission uh, scores very highly, over 80 and 90 percent, because once people actually experience what it is like to participate in an election, their perceptions begin to change. The research you're referring to, uh, Aldrin, is, part, is coming out of our voter participation survey, which is a survey we run about six to eight months ahead of an election to uh, assess uh, voter behavior and voter perceptions, and it influences our planning from an operational point of view as well as our communications and civic education program so that we know what it is we're dealing with for that particular election and try and come up with strategies to best uh, yeah. respond to the needs of South Africans. Another interesting one that I found, and this is in that presentation that was delivered by UNISA, also looking into the research by the IEC as well as the HSRC, is that youth believe that voting was pointless. Yes, 
people do believe that voting is pointless, and it speaks to the socioeconomic conditions that they find themselves in. When people feel that their bread and butter issues have not been responded to, you've seen how dismal our employment statistics are when mm. it comes to young people. So for them, democracy hasn't brought the prosperity that they were promised, and this is what uh, has, has disappointed them. I think people are really disappointed. The, the, the apathy that people talk about is really about disillusionment and disappointment, uh, Aldrin. Yeah. Uh, but I think people are really yearning to be heard and to see a change. So it's not that they, they completely don't want to. They're just saying, tell me why, it, why I should bother and what difference it will make. And unfortunately, Aldrin, and I often say this, that you know, technology has gotten us into this culture of instant gratification. And because youth are so tech-savvy and this is the world they grow up in, I think we really need to remind them that democracy really is such a, is a, long-term, a long-term journey. Policy work is a long-term journey, and you have to stay engaged in order to see the change. And it's unfortunate that they are dealing with really burning issues mm. that sometimes take away from being part of a long-term, you know, rearing of a baby as a village uh, of South Africans. And it is it, a struggle that we struggle with uh, at the Commission with the mandate to educate, but I think it should be a common struggle for all of us to, to speak around engagement uh, and to speak about the, the misperceptions people have around governance and the electoral process as just a, a process uh, that is part of a democratic mm. process. It is it's not the whole thing. So the disengagement also does not serve them, and it's something we really, really need to talk about because it does maintain your status of dissatisfaction. Yeah. Is, is there a, a, a correlation between the, the lack of participation by youth in the elections? And for instance, one of the, 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 one of the, um, the results from the respondents was that 47% indicated that they found it difficult to find a political party that represents their interests. That's 47%. And mm. that while um, our stats, um, unemployment stats, show that 43.4% of our youth are unemployed. Uh, you know, the socioeconomic situation is very much related to why people don't want to, to participate. And, and they struggle. And it's some of the reasons that the speakers were speaking about today is that they struggling to find a home in political parties that can respond adequately to their needs. And one of the, the speakers, uh, Professor Schultz, uh, said today that what this creates is mutual neglect, mm. where young people are not participating and are choosing to disengage as their form of agency and activism. But what this creates is that because political parties want to win, they campaign on wanting to win, and they target the, 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 pop, the population that is most likely to vote, which is the one that is much older than the young people. And therefore, they prioritize those policies and, and, and messaging that speaks to an, an elder person yeah. because I want votes and I want... Because campaigning is a very expensive thing. Politics is very expensive. So by not engaging and participating and voicing out and standing up and being candidates, young people's priorities are falling back more and more. Mm. So it becomes almost a self-serving, you know, circle, uh, a vicious circle, where young people are disengaging and their priorities are then not being prioritized. And so it goes. And therefore, we really need to urge young people Come into the game. Don't just vote. Become candidates. Put your, your, your hand up. 
yeah. uh, and, and do it as a movement because really it's about a collective voice. Well, some people have said, for instance, that uh, perhaps coalitions could reignite um, a sense of vigor within governance, uh, but also mm. a sense of confidence that um, that people can express in political parties that are in coalition governments. I find it interesting that 60% of the respondents um, said that the formation of political coalitions would decrease their desire to participate in the elections. And I think that stems, uh, Aldrin, from what it is that as South Africans they are seeing happening mm. in coalition governments. Because we all know and we've seen that where there are coalition governments, the, the I suppose we call it the, the party political fighting between the two takes away attention from service delivery. And that is the experience of people and why they would say that for them, they, they're not sure. Yes, it creates uh, some plurality, but I don't think we've gotten it right uh, just yet in South Africa to the point to, or to the extent where it can serve uh, the, the communities and put the focus on, on serving the communities. I, I think uh, that's where the, the lack really uh, exists right now for South Africans. And that's uh, why, why young people especially are saying it's not giving them much hope either. Thank you so much for your time. That is uh, Muachi Sisibanda, who is the General Manager for Civic Education and Research at the Electoral Commission. Are you amongst the 47% of uh, the youth that find it difficult to find a political party that represents um, your interest? And also the 60% that said that um, the the formation of political coalitions um, would actually decrease their desire to participate in elections. actually got a text message here from one of my friends who indicated that her son has indicated that he will not be voting as well. Um, he believes that government does nothing for young people. Are you amongst those people? Or perhaps maybe the conversations that you've had with your children about voting and participating in the elections. Here's the thing, though. Um, you can be disillusioned and it's OK to feel that way. Right? It is OK to feel that way. It's, it's a feeling. Um, but then you need to ask yourself, after that disillusionment, then what? What after that? Because the disillusionment is not going to bring about the results that you actually seek for the betterment of your life.